section two of the inheritance by susan edmundstoun farrier this librivox recording is in the public domain volume one chapter two hope well to have hate not past thought for cruel storms fair calms have brought after sharp showers the sun shines fair hope comes likewise after despair richard allison many years had elapsed since mrs st clair had left her native land and those who had known her then could scarcely have recognized her now so completely had the tout ensemble changed its character the blooming hoyden with her awkward habits and provincial dialect had been gradually transformed into the beautiful woman graceful in her movements and polished though elaborate in her manners though now long past her meridian she was still handsome and to superficial observers could be captivating but the change was merely outward proceeding from no innate delicacy of thought or ennobling principle of action it was solely the result of nice tact knowledge of the world and long intercourse with foreigners the mind remained the same although the matter had been modified in her early days her pride and ambition had been excited by making what was considered a splendid alliance and it was not till her understanding was thoroughly ripened that she made the mortifying discovery that high birth when coupled with personal insignificance adds no more to real distinction than a flaming sign does to an ill-kept inn it was this disappointment which operating on a naturally proud and violent temper had brought into play all the worst qualities of her nature and made her look upon the world as indeed a stage where all the men and women were merely players to act a grand and conspicuous part and regain the station her husband's pusillanimity had lost was therefore now her sole aim it rarely happens that one artificial mind can succeed in forming another we seldom imitate what we do not love there is something in human nature which recoils from an artificial character even more than from a faulty one and where the attempt fails the revulsion generally produces a character of a totally different stamp mrs st clair had spared no pains to render her daughter as great an adept in dissimulation as she was herself but all her endeavours had proved unsuccessful and miss st clair remained pretty much as nature had formed her a mixture of wheat and tares flowers and weeds there existed no sort of sympathy or congeniality of mind between the mother and daughter there seemed little even of that natural affection which often supplies the want of kindred feeling or similar tastes and which serves to bind together hearts which no human process ever could have brought to amalgamate without any point of resemblance in their characters or ideas there was consequently little interchange of thought 
and when gertrude did address her mother it was more from the overflowings of an open heart and buoyant spirits than from any reciprocity of feeling how i wish i had prince hussein's glass exclaimed she as they drew near the borders of scotland that i might take a peep at the people i am going amongst a single glance would suffice to give me some idea of them or at least to show whether they are the sort of persons it will be possible for me to love you have formed very high and somewhat presumptuous ideas of your own powers of discrimination it seems said mrs st clair with a disdainful smile but i should humbly conceive that my knowledge and experience might prove almost as useful as your own observations or theories are likely to do i beg your pardon mamma but i did not know you had been acquainted with the rossville family i am not personally acquainted with any of them i never was i never would have been but for you it is upon your account i now stoop to a reconciliation which otherwise i would have spurned as i have been spurned she spoke with vehemence then in a calmer tone proceeded it is natural that you should wish to know something of the relations you are going amongst since there is nothing more desirable than a previous knowledge of those whom it is necessary we should please but it is only from report i can speak of the rossville family though even from report we may form a tolerably accurate idea of people's general character report then says that lord rossville is an obstinate troublesome tiresome well-behaved man that is sister lady betty who resides with him is a harmless dull inquisitive old woman then there are nephews sisters sons to one of whom you are probably destined there is mr delmore a weak formal parliamentary drudge son of lord somebody delmore and nephew to the duke of burlington and his brother colonel delmore a fashionable unprincipled gamester and mr lindsay a sort of quakerish methodistical sombre person all of course brimful of pride and prejudice nevertheless beware how you contradict prejudices even knowing them to be such for the generality of people are much more tenacious of their prejudices than of any thing belonging to them and should you hear them run out in raptures at such a prospect as this pointing to the long bleak line of scottish coast even this you too must admire even this cold shrubless tract of bare earth and stone walls and yon dark stormy sea you will perhaps be told as you must assent are fairer than the lilied fields and limpid waters of languedoc miss st clair remained silent for a few moments contemplating the scene before her at last she said indeed mamma i do think there is something fine in such a scene as this although i can scarcely tell in what the charm consists or why it should be more deeply felt than scenes of greater beauty and grandeur but there seems to me something so simple and majestic in such an expanse of mere earth and water that i feel as if i were looking on nature at the beginning of the creation when only the sea and the dry land had been formed 
rather after the fall methinks said mrs st clair with a bitter smile as she drew her cloak round her at least i feel at present much more as if i had been expelled from paradise than as if i were entering it the scene was indeed a dreary one though calculated to excite emotions in the mind true to nature in all her varied aspects and more especially in the youthful heart where novelty alone possesses a charm sufficient to call forth its admiration the dark lead-coloured ocean lay stretched before them its dreary expanse concealed by lowering clouds while the sea-fowl clamouring in crowds to the shore announced the coming storm the yet unclothed fields were black with crows whose discordant cries mingled with the heavy monotonous sound of the waves as they advanced with sullen roar and broke with idle splash a thick mist was gradually spreading over every object an indescribable shivering was felt by every human thing which had bones and skin to feel in short it was an east wind and the effect of an east wind upon the east coast of scotland may have been experienced but cannot be described this is dreadful exclaimed mrs st clair as her teeth chattered in her head and her skin began to rise into what is vulgarly termed goose skin you do look ill mamma you are quite a pale blue and i certainly feel as i never did before and miss st clair pulled up the windows and wrapped her roclair still closer the french valet and abigail who sat on the dicky looked round with pitiful faces as though to ask qu'est-ce cela even the postillion seemed affected in the same manner for stopping his horses he drew forth a ponderous many-caped greatcoat and buttoning it up to his nose with a look that bade defiance to the weather he pursued his route the air grew colder and colder the mist became thicker and thicker the shrieks of the sea-fowl louder and louder till a tremendous hail shower burst forth and dashed with threatening violence against the windows of the carriage the undaunted driver was compelled to bend his purple face beneath its pitiless pelting while he urged his horse as if to escape from its influence this is scotland and this is the month of may exclaimed mrs st clair with a groan as she looked on the whitened fields and her thoughts recurred to the smiling skies and balmy vernal airs of languedoc scotland has given us rather a rude welcome i must confess said her daughter but happily i am not superstitious and see it is beginning to smile upon us already in a few minutes the clouds rolled away the sun burst forth in all its warmth and brilliancy the tender wheat glittered in the moisture the lark flew exulting aloft the sea-fowl spread their white wings and skimmed over the blue waters the postillion slackened his pace and put off his great-coat such is scotland's varying clime such its varying scenery End of section two.